0: Right, go ahead and talk. Mm-hmm. Say you're listening to the Word Bros podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say you're listening to the Word Bros podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you are to listening the to the, the Word Bros, Bros podcast. podcast. Thewordbros.com. The Welcome to a, a brand new edition of Word Bros. My name is Bob. I'm Kevin. Bienvenidos, amigos. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: That, that's Kevin. International.
0: Man, you know, I mean, we people download the show from all over the world. Worldwide. Worldwide. You know, we worldwide, baby. That's how we do. We like uh we like Pitbull. Ooh, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. <laughs> that's us, Jack. We do it. I mean, with the with the internet and with podcasting and all this stuff, you can be indeed worldwide. Well, I'm I'm
1: pretty sure we we are available worldwide. But do we have do we have that kind of? Are we like the IHOP of podcasts? That's-
0: I can look uh, I can look
1: at some stats if you want oh, to. Get- can you? Yeah, and get some stats. Let's bring up some stats and facts, if you will. Get it's, some stats. It's, it's, Bobby the, it's Bobby the Brain France over there. That's
0: well, I mean, you mean. know, you have to remember, there was a time where I, I wanted to try to do this uh, podcasting thing for a living. Um, so you can it get... Can still it can still happen. I mean, I'm, if it, I'm not really worried about it at this point. Like, um, it's not. It's nothing that I uh, really strive to do at this Dreams point come true, baby. in my Dreams life. I mean, I don't, I'd rather write comics. That's what I oh, want to do. Me too. Uh, podcasting is fun. I enjoy it. Uh, obviously, I do f- fucking four podcasts. Um, yeah,
1: this podcasts. This being the
0: fourth one. I mean, it's fun, man. I dig it. I like doing it. Let's see here podcast statistics, geogra- geography, okay. world. We have surprisingly, um, most of our downloads have come from the United States of America, of course. Okay. Uh, next on the list is Japan. Wow! With 443 total downloads in Japan, so Konichiwa, Konichiwa. Thank you for for downloading WordPress, J- yes. Japanese guys. Japanese guys, and then uh, Germany is next with with 67. Oh well, uh, Danke, Danka. Danke, Shane, darling. darling, Danke. Schön. You used to sing. You sing it.
1: I mean, I'm not that good at singing.
0: Thank you for all of the joy and pain. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then we have the United Kingdom. So that's hello. Nine people in the United Kingdom have downloaded Word Bros. Thank you for listening to Word Bros with a spot of tea. You know what we need to do? We need to have Ben McCool on so we can get those UK numbers up. So yeah, talk, I think Ben McCool's ben. a good dude. I he's, like this guy. He's he's met, yeah, I'll talk to Ben and see if we can get him on. You know what? I'm going to send him a message now. Maybe we can get him on sometime in November. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, What's after next, that? Next is Netherlands with eight, Canada with two, France with two, Gibraltar coming strong with two, uh, so <laughs> Sweden and other. So that's it. So, yes, yeah, so we are officially worldwide.
1: No one in Sweden listens to Word Bros. No, we have two Swedish listeners. Oh, we have two. Uh, to, to my Swedish listeners, like, you guys have the best medal. Yes. The best
0: medal. And, and Swiss Miss Hot Chocolate's pretty good.
1: I mean, also, also Sweden has, like, crepes that are incredible. The Swedish crepes at iHop. Really? At iHop. <laughs> Of course I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Americanize it because I'm it up, Kev. I do I know I I'm, I'm I'm a
0: classy dude in, in my in my t-shirts that make me look like I'm twelve. Yep. I mean some you know <laughs> I, what?
1: I'm, I just like a high school freshman.
0: I've been trying to I'm you know what I'm actually it's funny that you should mention that. I'm trying to go through my t-shirts and get rid of some sh- t-shirts and try to up my t-shirt game because I realize I have one t-shirt that I've had for about, actually I have a couple of them, but one, one of my favorite t-shirts was a, um, a baseball t-shirt. It was a John Franco shirt. Um, and it was, uh, John Franco was a pitcher for the New York Metropolitans and his father was a custodial worker for the city of New York. So during the World Series run in 2000, uh, the fans in New York made an orange T-shirt that said Franco on the back and had the New York custodial engineer, I guess, kind of logo on the front of it. I've had that shirt for like 15 years. It's finally starting to wear in the armpits, which I would say 15 years is pretty good. That's a, that's a good That's a good uh, shelf life for a sure. shirt. Yes. Well, I mean, you wore it and you wore it regularly. So. Yeah, I wore it constantly. But I'm finally, I'm put, I put that shirt in with the sleeve. Sleepy shirt so that shirt has become retire it. it's retired yeah, it's retired i have another t-shirt a murder city devil shirt which is a band uh out of seattle they were on sub pop forever i've had that shirt i've had that shirt since at least because i remember wearing that shirt in college so i've had that shirt since i was at vcu and like I have two. i have two of those two yeah. shirts that have, I, I, one of them
1: one of them is a pixie shirt ah from um, uh, the 90s when I was still in high school and went to see the Pixies and U2. That's awesome. I bought that, was, that must have been a hell of a show. Uh, the Pixies were great, but they played with, like, the lights on. Huh. Like, like they didn't have, like, the – like, it was, like, the whole auditorium was still lit up everywhere so you could see everything. They didn't have any stage lights. So it was really weird. Um, and we had really good seats. So I was, I was happy to be there because I was mostly going to see the Pixies because – Octune Baby is not a bad album.
0: Octune Baby is a great record. If you have anything negative to say about that record, I will kick you off of this podcast. To be- <laughs> I'm saying it's not a bad album, but I will mute you. It's
1: not. It's not the YouTube two I wanted at the time.
0: What, what U two are you looking for? I, I was looking for more Joshua Tree uh, U two. And I guess I love Octune Baby. If you were going to say like, I, I guess maybe I don't hate it. I, I mean. Like they
1: they they opened up with the fly and it was great. Like, yeah, but they, but they were all flashing. It's really weird to see the Pixies, which is like a toned down sort of garage band feel, uh, to the Pixies, and then you see U two, which is what? the exact opposite. What year was this? Ninety
0: two, I want to say. You have at, a T shirt from nineteen ninety two. I do, Kevin. That shirt's like sixty years old. <laughs> I do. I have a T-shirt from 1992. Wow, that's when impressive. I was in high school. Yeah. Wow. I had a long running shirt like that. I had a Beastie Boys shirt, a Check Your Head Beastie Boys shirt. I have one of those as well. That I got in the 10th grade. That finally kind of blew out. Where my,
1: mine is so the print is so jacked up, you can't even like you can't even tell what's on it anymore. Yeah. You could just be Beastie Boys barely, and it's blue. Yeah. Beastie Boys in blue, and I awesome. bought I bought the same shirt from Target again because my other one wore out. I that's saw it at Target. I was like. I have that shirt. I'm gonna get another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, It's a legacy shirt. I think it's okay then if you're getting a legacy shirt. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to up my t-shirt game, so I got to try to find better places to get t-shirts. But my cheap nature won't allow me to spend like thirty bucks on a t-shirt because I think it's ridiculous. Unless it has. I, a, I spend about guys, twenty on the t-shirts I have that that you make fun of the the ones that you make fun
1: of. Twenty is about average, and that's with shipping and everything.
0: Okay, that's that's the ones you'd be buying online.
1: Yeah. yeah. So like most of them I'll buy online, but if i go to if we go like if you go to a con and they have a t shirt person there and they're not twenty dollars automatically, then I'll take a look at what they got but this one i believe was a Lexington toy and comic con that drew and I went to this one oh, um, I was there dummy, oh yeah, you were there that that one too. <laughs>
0: I forgot it's 50 minutes away from my house of course I was there. It was, oh that was pretty awesome. I do remember yeah. that.
1: Because because we were eating we were eating all dressed chips in the Yeah menu. that's when
0: all dressed chips came into my life and it was, and it was, change. It was and the flavor dust aged all dressed You have no idea Kevin how much of a struggle it is for me not to buy all dressed chips every time I go to the grocery store. Because I do the grocery shopping in our house. Being a stay-at-home parent, I do all the grocery shopping. My wife goes to the grocery store and she gets lost and she spends hundreds of dollars on food <laughs> that no one's ever gonna eat. I go every week and I go by myself and it's so hard because I have no little devil. Get it for your DD night. I have no little see, I you know what I have done that in the past. And I find myself eating the entire bag of Oh, chips. really? Not, so you, you, do, you pull a Robert
1: Cofill, that's and, what my, you,
0: and then my stomach hurts. And yeah, see, I don't I eat the can. entire bag. Like, I they're eat, delicious. They
1: but I'll are. eat, like, a few of them. Nah, you know, they're so they're I, probably – like, I'm not a potato chip person. So, the, I, he, like, Word Bros listeners, eat us wisely. If you want to make friends with the Word Bros, you bring Wawa Gobblers. Because both of us love the Wawa Gobbler yeah, or or
0: all dressed chips, and you've made a friend for life. We're I don't like think
1: great any, dogs.
0: I don't think anyone's all trying to trying to curry our favor that much. I gotta get these dudes to like me. So no, 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 no one
1: will ever do that. I'm just saying <laughs> if, if that's if that's in your life agenda, which is not likely then then if you bring- <laughs> at
0: least you're being honest with yourself
1: <laughs> yeah i am i'm just like it's not likely but if but if you brought all dress chips I, i'm pretty sure like we would we would hug in celebration
0: and- well there's a good chance if you come over to our table um if we're ever at a show that you're at any you know any of you if, if we're ever in japan doing a comic, comic that would be great one, one of the 47 listeners in japan come over we will we will talk to you anyway because we're nice people. and Oh, yeah. I'm not, not saying we won't talk to you. When,
1: we'll talk either
0: way. And when, you know, you interact with us on any kind of level, there is a respect given and a respect received. <laughs> like that's, promo? that's how I like to live my life. That's how I like to live my existence. If someone is going to be kind to me, I'm going to be kind in return because that's how it should be. Even, you know what, even if you're not going to be kind to me, I'm still going to be kind to you. Cause that's the kind of person I am. I try to radiate positivity and I try to be a positive force in this world of darkness and, and, and terribleness. Sometimes. Why are you lying? <laughs> I try my <laughs> I best. Man. You're no, you're, no, you're great. I, I try to be a positive person. It's hard sometimes. Believe No, me. It can be. There's it's a hard. lot.
1: of people, And maybe this is something that, that we should address. Uh, there's a lot of negativity on the internet. So like the internet can bring you down in a matter of seconds. So oh yeah, yeah dude. There's times when I look on Facebook and I and I see some stuff and I just go, nope, and I get off. <laughs> I go, not doing that today because I'm, like, I'm falling into for, that, that, I'm, that trap. I'm not in the mood for Twitter today. <laughs> I mean, Twitter doesn't bother. Here's the weird thing about Twitter. Twitter never bothers me because I don't see a ton of other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. I, see a, I see, like, the stuff that ends up in my feed on Twitter, somehow it's filtered to where I don't get a lot of, like, I get a lot of really cool positive stuff on Twitter. <laughs> Facebook is, like, is, like, bad because when somebody says something negative somehow it shows up in my feed and i see it and then i go oh that's terrible yeah really bad oh and and like that's what i don't like about facebook somehow the algorithm's set up to bring
0: you down <laughs> like intrinsically set up to make you sad it's like it's, it's so sucking and terrible it makes your life feel awful and miserable other times it can be
1: great though so there's sometimes where the algorithms like hey today you you deserve a good day for those six bad days i gave you i oh, mean yeah, that's cool but twitter like every time i get on twitter it's something cool like it's like oh that's really cool like that's really that's really cool like comic book art i will say this about comic book art and, and people can undersell it all they want but seeing people do really cool stuff you know and it doesn't have to be quote-unquote your project it's just like oh that's a really great pick like Louis Larosa posted an awesome picture that from something he was doing with valiant and i was like dude that that's just great yeah. i just want to look at that piece of art for a while
0: that's like, why i love inktober is one of my favorite times of the year because artists just post you know pencil and ink drawings all over twitter and it's such a fun way just to discover new artwork and new artists and new people and new styles there are two in particular that i've been following a lot let me see if i can pull them up one of them is a british dude and i even asked him i was like hey man do you do sequentials and he was like yep i was like well i gotta we gotta pitch this dude i was (laughs) like i've been really digging his stuff um here let me find these guys uh one of you do that oh no you found him uh, I will in a second because uh, I just went on Twitter and then I'm just looking at all my conversations. One of them is a guy named Lee Stevenson, Stevenson, Lee Stevenson. Oh. He's at Lee Steve Zero. His work is just killer. And I was like, dude, I got to pitch it. I got to talk to this guy to see if he's taking – Taken. I just—it's just such a fun and playful style. He did that orc that I sent you the other day. Oh yeah, that was really yeah. cool. Because it's because I told him in the comments, I was like, dude, this thing is like—it's vicious but playful all at the same time, and it just looks really fun. And I was like, dude, what's up? Like, I want to work with this dude. I really dig his stuff. And there's another guy. Um, who has just been posting – he's been posting more specific stuff, and he's just posting Star Trek spaceships.
1: Oh, that's crazy.
0: All he's been drawing are spaceships, and it's been really amazing. So I've been following that guy a lot, too. I'm trying to see if I can find him on my favorites because I've just been favoring all of his stuff. But, man, it's just – I love Twitter just for that. Here we go. Let me see if I can find it. Likes. Here we go. Uh, But, yeah, I just – so it's my favorite time of the year. I love Inktober. It's amazing. And
1: also, also the the, the two guys whose Inktober stuff that I've been looking at. Well, one guy I've just been looking at his art. I don't know if it's Inktober stuff or not. Would be Eli Powell, who I showed you his stuff, and mm-hmm. he, his, stuff's, his stuff's killer. Um, and uh, Matt Harding, who was actually the editor for the Iron Skull, is is also an artist, and he he's been posting horror movie. Things he did a Chucky. Ah, oh, that's cool. He did he did a um, what's the girl's name in the ring Sahara. i never uh, seen it. She's got a weird name in the ring. Uh, the girl from the ring coming out of like a chimney. Mm. She's doing the like thing with the hair, and I was like, oh, that's really cool too. Like, so he's just been doing horror movie stuff, and then he did a Jason.
0: Oh, so, that's
1: cool. Like, yeah, they were all really good too. So that guy Matt is a nice guy, and he's also a really talented artist. So I would say I think he's at at Stilt Sync. Okay. Uh, S T I L L S Y N C. Oh, I think that's the right word. Or it might be S okay. I N C. Okay. That's that, that's a Matt Harding at stiltsync.
0: Yeah. Matt Harding. I, I like that guy. I've following him too. Another dude that I like the leather guy who's doing all the starships is a uh, Andy W. Clift. Uh, C L I F T is Twitter is Andy W. Clift. And I like when people have simple Twitters like that. Um, <laughs> and he, no. He's just been posting like different like versions of the Star Trek ships and like all these like just pencil and ink drawings of Star Trek stuff. And now, I mean,
1: speaking of Star Trek, dude, I can't you,
0: get enough of it.
1: You've been watching um, Star Trek. This the what's the new one called Discovery?
0: Discovery. Yeah. Have, have. Is it great? Uh, I've seen four of the five episodes and I've really enjoyed it. It's a it's dark. It's a little darker than, than normal. Okay. Yeah, but it's um it's good. I like it.
1: Um, I'm, I, I'm gonna wait for the DVD to come out and, and come to the library because um, the <laughs> cool thing, it sounds it sounds bad. But whenever whenever dude, they, dude you're you talking know, to the you're, you're yeah. I'm lazy. I'm a li- I'm a library king, dude. Yeah. I will go to the library and, like get stuff in a heartbeat. I have yeah. no qualms about about even and I'm, I'm gonna apologize to some of my favorite creators. Even some of my favorite creators, I test your books. Uh, it's like a, a test drive. I'll test drive your, your comics at the library first. Oh, and dude, then,
0: yeah, totally. And no. then,
1: you see, I mean, and I'll test drive it there, and in, in graphic novel format, and then I'll go. This is something I want, so then yeah. I go buy
0: it. But um, well, but- they make money from the libraries, like they. Oh, I mean, okay. yeah, the library, like getting in the library is a solid, solid thing because if the book's in the library, if you get on the library list. Um, then that's copies bought, and then if they're checked out a lot, they'll buy more copies. If the copies get beat up, they'll buy more copies because you're already there. So being on the library list is pretty dope. So that's, well,
1: that's if you're if you're a creator and you want me to beat your book up, so the
0: library. <laughs> That's gonna be my new service. I'll beat your book up, so I beat it up. But yeah, that's well, that's how I got into Baltimore. Um, the the plague ship. I got the first Baltimore trade at the library, and I was like, "This is fucking great." Yeah, and, I love and, that one. Yeah. So then I got, I bought the second and third one. So I really liked it, and I read the book. I loved the novel. The novel was awesome. I, I gotta read the novel. I know they have it at the library because I asked them for it, but it's always checked out. Yeah, it's good, baby. It's it's good. I it was hell. Eve, I got this at the library. I got the D and D fifth edition players' handbook at the library,
1: which is crazy because like um no i see it yeah um that, they don't
0: they don't have that at, at uh, our library well they don't have a rpg section at our library but it's well, smaller uh, you know. from what i understand the reason why they have it is because they do a fifth edition night at this branch in. Kentucky. Oh, that's really cool yeah because i live in cincinnati um but i go to this branch uh, in kentucky the erlanger branch of the kitten county library it's a really great branch when we first moved here i used to go there all the time because they had really good like story times for the kids and stuff and so i still go there because they still do have really great story times for the kids and um they used to have a writer's group that i would go to every now and then but now they have a fifth edition group and uh they're they need like uh, i guess they have room for one more player so i'm thinking about maybe going next wednesday yeah do that man yeah i think, I think i'm gonna make a monk oh that's a that's an interesting choice I like monks. I I
1: enjoy that. I enjoy that character class too. And it went away for a while because they said it wasn't um, European enough, which was crazy. Because this is the I'm talking about 90s second edition D and D. They took the monk out for for a hot. Yeah, day. and they put it. They put the monk in. What they did was they took the monk out of there and put him in the Oriental Adventures book.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the which samurai, just a racist title yeah. for. <laughs> they never, but they never brought the samurai back, which sucks.
1: Well, the samurai is basically a paladin, so they did they did reinstitute it in three point five. When I was playing three point five, it was one of the prestige classes you could get, as well as a kensai. Yeah, which
0: also
1: in the Oriental Adventures book, because um, cause everybody wanted to play a ninja, but then ninja was like a, <laughs> like a. It was really funny because I remember this time, and in, and in, uh, I was actually a freshman in high school. And everybody wanted to play a ninja uh, in Oriental Adventures. Like, I want to be part ninja. It was like ninjas with the thing. <laughs> you, know, you remember that time in like yes, 89? Yes, yes. Yeah, that sounds That's, about right. Yeah. So it was like everybody's like, I want to play a ninja. So it was like um, we, we played an Oriental Adventures game where everybody was something and a ninja. So it was, <laughs> it was like. <laughs> As, and one samurai the one guy that played a samurai I was like oh I felt bad for you you were in a whole party full of like sneaky fucks so well,
0: that's what I was talking to the dude who runs the game in at the library I was like yeah you know I know this may be a weird question but like what are the groups lacking like what are the groups made up of and he's like well I can't speak for the other groups because I guess they have three games going on oh wow yeah so he said um our group he said my group that I'm in we have um, three barbarians. it was like, "That's a lot of goddamn barbarians." A
1: lot <laughs> have, of Conan readers there, baby.
0: Three barbarians. That's nuts. It's they have three barbarians and then like a fighter and a paladin. And I was like, "Wow, you guys are uh you guys, you guys know what, fighting everything. <laughs> you, guys know know you, you guys know what you're doing, huh?" <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so I don't know. I was thinking about playing a monk because I can't really see a lot of people playing a monk. And it's still a fighter class, so you'll get in on some of that. Yeah, and, and like there's a yeah, yeah. And, I, and I just love the idea of doing like hand to hand combat, like That's no weapons, it. dude, just these things right here. I so, get nunchucks, so, bro. Yeah, I was thinking about that. They, they didn't have them in the book. I didn't see them. They're in there. Okay, I'll have to look. But I was and I was thinking about no, man. I just want to do use my fists, and then um maybe do like a maybe do like more of a grappling style monk who's like more of a like a judo monk? Yeah, like a, sh- like a street fighter. You're like going to make
1: him like a pacifist? Like he doesn't want to
0: hurt nobody? So he no, no, court. no. He wants to hurt people. Like oh, I was no. thinking more like, um, what's the guy's name in Bloodsport? The bad guy? Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. The bad guy with the, the weird he,
1: eye? The big dude.
0: What's his name? It's right on the tip of my tongue. I, I, It's weird because I don't know why, but I bring him up more than I probably should for no reason. <laughs> He's a big dude. He's awesome. Like he's a great actor. Uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Bloodsport. The bad guy in Bloodsport. I'm just. I know. I, I already googled it here. I'm right here. His name is. T- 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 that's not him. Uh, Bolo Young. <laughs> it, well, I, I, he was in a couple movies. Dude, he was in Bloodsport. He's in everything. He's in Enter the Dragon. He's in Bloodsport. He's in Double Impact. He's in everything. I didn't know he was in uh, in in Enter the Dragon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, he's he's huge over there. I love that guy, Bolo. That's right, Bolo. I love Bolo. For a while, he was my Facebook profile picture. <laughs> I remember that. Bolo. Yes, yeah, so I I want to make more of a dude like, cause Bolo is a badass martial artist too, but he's also kind of like, uh, he's really buff. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah, he's huge. Bolo with his big pectoral muscles, Bolo <laughs> young. But yeah, so I'm thinking about you know, like, Luger on people. You're like. Just, so I'm thinking about going over to the library and checking that out. As you notice, we we don't have a guest this week, so Kevin and I are just kind of chit chatting.
1: We're we're chit chatting about various things, like we just started, but yeah, like so, the the library. Like, I'll I'll probably get that Star Trek Discovery. So I was going to say, in watching of shows, I started watching one that was on Netflix that I think that most people wouldn't. Well, I enjoy it because it's about a boxer, but that's just me. Um, it's called Lights Out. Have you seen that? No. It's really cool, actually. I'm surprised it didn't have more than one season, um, because it's a, it's a, it's got a Stacey Keach is in it. Ah. Stacey Keach plays his dad.
0: Okay, um,
1: and what his is dad Stacey? is his like uh, corner guy. Okay. his Stacey Keach is his corner guy, and the main actor in there has been in a bunch of things, uh, but nothing huge. Uh, he's got a strange name. Um, oh, is it Bolo Young?
0: No, it's not. Oh, it's
1: not Bola. Um, lights, lights out. Main actor. Uh, my phone is charging. Otherwise, I'd just look it up. But uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I'll he, look it up. I'll seen him it. before. His, his mom is a famous actress. His mom's. Um, his mom's is a famous actress, and she used to. Um, she was married to somebody famous. Cuba Gooding. It's Cuba Gooding Jr. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not him. Lights. But, I mean, I would, I, I would, I would much rather watch Cuba Gooden Jr. box than be in more Disney movies. So that's. Lights. Oh, well, he was great
0: that OJ show. Don't sleep on that. Uh, lights out. Uh, no, that looks like a horror movie.
1: No, it's like it's uh, lights out is a horror movie. Lights out show. You have to
0: write it show in there. Okay. Good. I'm on IMDb. I'm not seeing it. Lights out. Saying happening for you me,
1: you just search it on Google Lights Out Show. I know,
0: I mean, I know what Google is, son. I was already on IMDb, so I just figured I would look there. Lights Out Show, Lights Out, uh huh. Jazz, jazz, jazz. Uh, let's see here. It is an FX show, um, yes. Hoyt McCanny, McClanny, never heard of him,
1: but his mom was somebody supposedly his famous. His mother,
0: Julie Wilson, was an American Here's. singer and actress, widely regarded as the queen of the cabaret. Yeah, see? All right, he was in Creepshow 2, he's in Rough Riders, he's in Tyson, he's in Law & Order, Special Victims, Alpha Dogs, Criminal Mind. I mean,
1: you've seen him somewhere, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah.
0: I, he's, yeah he, he's, his face is really familiar every time I see him. I'm like he, I, was I see in, he was in Jack Reacher. Oh, wow. Hmm. Uh, that first Jack Reacher movie is pretty good. I didn't see the second one first one's pretty good stacy got it i mean give it up for stacy keach
1: everybody stacy keach was great in it stacy keach makes the the show well he doesn't make it, the the main actor makes the show worthwhile because you feel for his character he's this guy who lost his uh his big fight and his wife convinced him to quit boxing now i know i can tell you this i'm not sure if they're intending for his wife to have a British accent because she sounds American most of the time, but every now and then her British accent slips out. So if you, if you see her actress name up there, I'm, I'm almost going to, I would put money on the fact that she's British. Cause I can hear it. It's
0: like, interesting. This guy is in a uh, mind Hunter and I've heard good things about that too. Cause that was the one show that I said I wanted to watch was mind Hunter. And, and this guy Holt McCanny, is in that show. So, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. And his, let's see here. His wife is where, on the show,
1: his wife, because every, every now and then I hear it slip. I'm like, Catherine I, McCormick. Is um, she English? She is English. See? You can hear it. like it's See? Weird. <laughs> I, I just was like, I'd put money on it because every now and then I hear her say a word and I'm like, that's not, a, like, she didn't sound very American when she said that. Like, I don't know if that's on purpose or not. See? Um, it's weird because they don't address it in the show. They act like, oh, they just, like, she's from New York too. I'm like, get the hell out of here. She's not from New York. <laughs> See, okay, she's
0: all right. She's just some, some. Okay, she was in Braveheart. She was in Spy Games. Twenty eight weeks later, all right. She's a Brit. I like the Brits. Yeah, it, it, but the show
1: is really good. Like it's a, it's a drama about him, and he, he's trying to get back into. Uh, well, at first he's not trying to get back into boxing, but he end up ends up having to get back into boxing.
0: That's what so it happens,
1: and that's around the fifth episode where they started addressing that, and it's only got like eleven, I think eleven episodes mm-hmm. is what they said. But I've only, I've only got halfway through it, but. It was so good. I watched a few episodes back to back because they start. Yeah. They, he starts having flashbacks of being in the ring, and I believe and that's that. what the kids call binge watching, right? I no. did binge watch it. Well, I mean, there's something else that's coming out next week that I, I would binge watch. Oh, uh, What's it called? It's coming Stranger out. Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah,
0: I love that show. It's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The show was good. I was really, I really liked the first one. I'm excited about the second one. I, I really like the first one as well.
1: Yeah. It's it's one of the crowning jewels, I believe, that Netflix has. Like I thought Netflix was doing great when they did the Daredevil thing and Marvel stuff, I thought that was a good good move for them. But then you, you like, I don't know, because Iron Fist is one of my favorite characters, and I started trying to watch that, and and no offense to, I don't even remember the actor's name that plays Iron Fist, uh, but yeah, that guy, yeah, Ben nah. Ben Jones. Uh, no offense to him, but I think if they gave him a better script, he would have been all right. No, you don't think so? <sighs> You're doing the nah
0: face, so you're giving me the gas face on that. I didn't even finish that show, man. I didn't finish Iron Fist. I didn't even finish it.
1: I, I, I finished it, but it was like I, – I begrudgingly finished it.
0: I have no interest in it. I, See, Here's my thing, I'm, dude, and I'm going to say that. Hang on. Before you tell me your thing – he told everybody he met within the first 45 seconds. I'm the Iron Fist. I'm the Iron Fist. I'm the defender of the lung. Yeah. yeah the it's
1: like, that you don't even know exists. Yeah. All right. All right. Already.
0: So I wouldn't shut this fucking guy. I just, I, nah. no, no, nah. no, nah. I tried.
1: No, here's the thing. Now, here's what I'm saying. And I think it's scripting because if you're going to write a show about Iron Fist, now you tell me what you find more interesting him being in New York trying to take control of his company back, which I think is kind of eh. Yeah. Not that great of a storyline. Or him and Kun Lun training to fight a fucking dragon. Let's go with fighting fight a fucking dragon. You're yeah. going to punch a fucking dragon and take its heart out? I'm interested to see. Like, I want to see this.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. No, if you
1: scripted that, like, everybody would have watched. Because yeah, you're like, I- when he finally punches the dragon and
0: gets his heart out, you're gonna
1: be like, Yeah. Maybe it's they
0: great. didn't maybe they didn't have the budget for that. Maybe they couldn't afford a dragon. They just had it's a, Netflix and they Marvel. Did a, they didn't did have, have the budget for it. It's bullshit. They didn't have a, <laughs> they didn't have a they didn't have dragon budget. They had budget for uh
1: They had dragon budget in the defenders to make a dragon skeleton. You can't make a CGI dragon for
0: him to I I didn't watch the defenders. I haven't seen that one yet. I want to go back and watch daredevil. Cause I haven't watched any of that. Daredevil uh, is probably the best. I would say daredevil and Jessica
1: Jones. It's yeah. like, there's things I liked about both of them. Things I didn't like about both of them.
0: So I liked Luke Cage. The first. I love
1: Luke Cage for six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. For six episodes. I love six episodes. That was my favorite thing. I was like, this is so dope.
0: Yes. And then
1: you get to episode six and they kill, they kill our mans in them. Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have a worthy adversary after that. So if we're spoiling that for you, like it, we're we're gonna talk about Luke Cage for one second. If you haven't heard it, like fast forward to the podcast fifteen. What's his months. name, Mashur
0: Ali or whatever his name is, uh, Makashala Al Ali. That guy is bar none. He's bar none. none. Bar the none. Best thing about the show, right? No, this. I'm saying bar none. He is the best. The best Marvel villain in. Any of their programming I don't, Ooh, talking, I don't know I'm talking movies, I'm talking all of it. He
1: He's, was he was baller. He's right up there with Kingpin and Daredevil, though. You haven't seen D'Onofrio. I have.
0: Do I, I love, but I, you know what? I will tell you this. They're I, about equal. I love D'Onofrio it. is pretty, pretty, pretty great as Kingpin. I love that. But I'm talking about the movies. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought this guy was better than some of the movie villains. Like, oh, definitely. I, he was amazing. Just, he's such a great actor and like that laugh. That, that, that he'd be with his face. Face. <laughs> like, like, you're like, huh. You'll come at me like that and yeah. then start laughing it was good it was yeah good. I loved it I good. loved that guy he was when they killed him I was like oh show's over that's it <laughs> like seriously like I
1: was like what are you doing like- I knew what they were going to do next because I know the origin story of Luke Cage so I knew that like I was it Diamondback was next yeah, I knew yeah. that, that was going to be the deal um,
0: but I, knew- I mean honestly but I thought they would have had a better actor yeah that
1: guy was terrible Like if they, like if you were going to do that then you should have made him switch him yeah, and it would have been great because yeah. then I would have been like totally in for the the last half of the show. Yeah, it was bad. You can't put yeah. that guy Mark Shalali, and then throw the other guy behind him because the guy the guy, behind guy was, behind him just looked like a chump the entire. He was, time.
0: he was whack. He looked
1: so chumpy in acting comparison. He was like a was, second. He was like a second rate Tyler Perry son. Like, he was. He, just, was, even more, he was, was. I would go lower than that. I was hit the was like whack. It was like they they cast a comedian to play a villain because yeah. he tried to say funny things and it would be like just corny. I was like.
0: It was whack. It was you bad. You can't even follow that, dude. Like, you know. Yeah, it was bad. It was but bad. He was like, yeah, I love that guy. Uh, and then he won an Oscar, and now he's all great. Moonlight, Moonlight's a great movie. I don't know yeah. if you've seen it. It's on I was, Amazon. I haven't seen great. it. Great. I've heard good things.
1: It was great. I watched it one night after the, after the boy went to
0: bed, and I was like, this is a really great movie. I really enjoyed it. Mr. Lee or whatever his name is. A my friend of my, my vacation friend, I guess, went to NYU with him. Uh, when I was on vacation, my wife and I went on vacation before Sophie was born. We went to lovely St. Lucia. And while we were in lovely St. Lucia, we met uh, a fellow there who is a stage actor. He was a stage actor. He still is a stage actor. He was in Elf the Musical. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Elf. Well, they yes, made, I love the movie Elf. They made a Broadway play of it, and he played Buddy the Elf. Uh, I he was also. Did you ever watch um, Elementary? Do you ever watch Elementary? Yes, I do like you know, Elementary. Okay, so do you know the um, the medical, the forensic guy?
1: Is he on all the seasons? Because I've only seen like the first couple.
0: Yeah, he's kind of
1: short. The shorter guy. Short with so he curly looks short hair. Johnny Lee Miller, because that guy's like six two.
0: He's short, curly hair, kind of heavy set. He's the He's like the forensic dude or whatever on the okay. show. Yeah. That's my vacation friend. His, oh, name is, awesome. his name is Jordan Gilbler or whatever. And he was in a movie called Dark Horse directed by Todd Stolens. Did you know who that is? Um, he yeah. did uh, Happiness. He did yep. he did Welcome to the Dollhouse. Did you see Welcome to the Dollhouse? Nope. He's this real super indie dude. But anyway, he was in a movie called Dark Horse. That was really cool. But he's my vacation friend. And they went to NYU together because I guess when Sher Ali won the Academy <laughs> When he won the Academy, <laughs> he he won, his name. When he won the Academy Award, Jordan posted a picture of him together at a party at NYU, and he's like, "Congratulations!" You know, blah blah blah. So that was really neat. Yeah, and yeah, that's my vacation friend. That's what we call. It. He's a Mets fan too. He's from New York. Him and his wife were on their honeymoon, and they were very, they were a very nice couple. Oh, that's, that's yeah. honeymoons are sweet things. Well, this they were there. That was their honeymoon. This is my wife and I. Is like we haven't been on vacation since our honeymoon. So let's go on vacation, <laughs> and then we came back with a baby. that's what happens when you, when you go on a second honeymoon, (laughs) knocking boots, baby. (laughs) So (laughs) so Kevin and I are, are busy working on various projects with various people. There are things in the works. We, um, we, we had to get rid of one artist because of time constraints for a project. So we got another artist that we're working with now, which we're very excited about. We'll probably talk about that soon. Yeah, um, very soon. We're still in the process of pitching Full Moon Fredo. We've been posting some stuff on our the Word Bros website. If you haven't noticed, go to WordBros.com And there's some of our comic work up there. We put the first five pages of The Elvis Adventures up there, drawn by uh, Rachel, uh, Rachel, Rachel, Ordway, Rachel Ordway and lettered by Micah Meyer. So that stuff is up there now for you to look at. Um. So yeah. So we got we're working with uh, Nikki So on on a project that's coming along pretty well. Where Kevin yeah, and I are. It's a lot of
1: fun working with Nikki. Yeah, Nikki's um, a
0: good dude. He's got a good sense of humor. I like Nikki a lot. Nikki's <laughs> Nikki's
1: got our sense of humor. That's yeah. why you think it's a good no, no, one.
0: No, Nikki doesn't give a fuck. That's why he's just saying <laughs> shit. I love it. I think it's awesome. And then Kevin and I are working on other various things. We're um,
1: working on uh, the the Kung Fu book. Yeah. Um, with uh, Ricardo. I'm blanking on his last Lima? Line. Huh? Is it Lima? Lima, it is. Ricardo Lima. Yeah, I, I blanked okay. on his last name, and I've and I known the guy for like almost a year now. I'm, I'm a great guy. What a good friend I am. He's, he, You are a great guy. Yeah, he, I like Ricardo. He's great guy, too. But uh, he, he's he's he been producing pages, and uh, it looks really cool. Yeah, like, I'm excited. We get pages, it looks really cool. So it's, it's probably the shortest thing we've ever written together. Um, Bob and I have written together because we want to go for a more action – oriented feel a quick uh comic uh, because most of our stuff that we've been trying to do has been more character oriented recently more talky talky this is so we more- said we said well let's just like the thing bobby said when we, when we started that was let's just get in and get out on this one like yeah. just do a fast like marvel type of book where it's a lot of action so that's
0: that's what and we and it's a it's a kung fu book. I mean, you need your action. If you're doing a kung fu book, you need action. I mean, there'll be story as we move along, but like the first issue yeah. is kind of a lot of a lot of action because you're setting the tone, man. Yeah, there's a lot of action, and it's got a female need, uh, lead named
1: Yolora, and uh, apparently Yolora is a badass. She's got an eye. She's got an eye patch, bro. She's got an eye patch, and and the 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 beginning story is is like basically. It, there's a there's a hint of there where you, where where the eye patch comes from. So you have to read more to find out why that why the eye patch is there.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about it. So.
1: it yeah, it's it's it, it looks great. His character his character drawings are great. When he when he we started uh, an idea there that that came out to be really good. That that we were talking about, like Bobby's, like we need some anthropomorphic animal, son, because that's his thing. I and, like it. And and then I said, why don't we just model him after the Chinese zodiac, but make up our own thing. Because um, the book has sort of um, uh, an Asian flavor to it, so we, and when I when we talked to Ricardo about it, we, we were like, think Mongolia mixed with Japan mixed with China all together. Although we know those cultures are separate, we're not those white dudes that don't know that. We just wanted to have a fantasy land, a fantasy world where, like, bar, like Mongolian barbarians are inhabiting the same space as um, kung fu warriors and ninjas, which geographically they're all different in our world so yeah in fantasy world you can throw all that together and and get a more asian flavor to the book without it being um ridiculous so
0: and i like the idea too of it being kind of like a like a like a telos kind of vibe uh yeah. where telos if you haven't read telos it's micro Rowingo and uh, todd disago todd disago todd disago is an amazing guy what a nice fellow we met him at tidewater comic con such a cool dude um but there they they had this kind of cool fantasy book that you know it's just filled with like Fucking airships and anthropomorphic Annapur- uh, animals uh, and all kinds of pirates. Yeah, it's just got this really cool vibe to it. And I was like, I would love to do like a kung fu version of that, like almost like an Oriental adventure D and D version of something like that. You know, like and just kind of run with it. And see so what we happens. started just pit, that's that's when we
1: started just throwing ideas back and forth. Yeah. That one we came up with what we came up with, and uh, and then he's like, let's do it again and get out because we've been taking like lots of character study stuff. With, and this is after uh, like. You guys will hopefully see these other uh, couple books we've done, uh, maybe possibly next year. Yeah. Uh, but they're but they're more character oriented work, so we just wanted to do something that's less character oriented, more action and just fun, uh, which which I think is what we it tends to be how we do things because um, Bobby just got finished with Monty, and I just got finished with Oathbound, and we got together to write Elvis, and that's just fun and yeah. it, and it and it wrote itself. It was very fast. Yeah, I agree. It was like, I think we had the whole script done within two weeks. Yeah. Um, which is for what? Elvis is 24 pages, so that's yeah. really quick. <laughs> <It is. laughs> There's a lot of passing back and forth on Google Docs when we were done with it that yeah. that quick. And uh, then we just went over the gags one more time to make sure everything was funny. So And it happened to be funny, so that's cool. Yeah, it worked out. And, yeah. and, and you can read the first five
0: pages of that for free. Yes, the Elvis adventures are for free on warbros.com warbros.com Warbros.
1: Warbros. oh. so well um do you want to close this one out or do you want to keep do you want to talk more
0: i'm I good think with we, i think we're good man i mean that's a nice place to end uh i'm going to go upstairs and maybe go to bed and maybe dick around i'm not really sure yet i got to update my 4th edition character for uh we leveled up so i got to fix that i got some stuff i am just being lazy man i might just go watch i might just eat cereal and watch john oliver
1: yeah, John Oliver John is a wonderful human being.
0: Yes, I love uh, – and all of his clips are on, on uh, YouTube. So you can just go on YouTube and watch all of his little clips that he does at the end of his show, his investigative reporting. He's very funny, but he's got a great staff over there too. They do really great work. So, you know, it's if you want to take your news with a little spoonful of sugar because the world's kind of fucked. And then you can get a, at least a nice laugh from a charming British fellow.
1: <laughs> I, I mean the things he said about Trump I found really funny. Oh
0: dude the stuff he says about everything is great. So. He's like
1: your name was Drumpf and like that whole thing I was, <laughs> yeah. like, he killed it
0: like I was yeah. like he just crushed him. Yeah it was really wonderful. It was so. good uh, um, so yeah so yeah I think this is a nice place to end. We got some good guests coming up in a couple weeks. Kyle Starks is going to come on the pod so that'll be fun. We're going to Kyle talk- Starks from Rock Can- Candy Mountain yes, and also Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty yes so we're going to yeah. talk to Kyle so that'll be fun
1: we got David Buher, who writes for Vault Comics, and he yeah. writes—he uh, co-writes *Alien Bounty Hunter*. So he, we could we could talk to him about co-writing, and also he writes the comic book for Vault called *Powerless*, yeah. which all five issues are out now. You can get that at your LCS. Um, he's going to be coming on. Um, we have a couple more people, don't we? You have you have somebody next week planned that's doing a Kickstarter. Don, yeah, my man, my man, Don
0: uh don card i can't pronounce his last name because i suck at that kind of just, stuff just,
1: you can spell it to me and i'll pronounce it for you uh, let me find i think this because this i think this is the main reason people listen is to hear you
0: mispronounce people's last names. yeah but yeah <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding I'm, if you tell me your last name i'm good baby but yeah yeah because then you won't get it wrong don c-a-r-d-e-n-a-s don cardenas don cardenas does that the sound right yeah that sounds about right we're gonna have don cardenas on he's don's a really good dude i have known don i've known don maybe four years um don's a really good dude he's got a really good book um, what's his book called the packs of low county uh um, well, that sounds that's a cool name right? yeah so uh so we're gonna talk Is to the werewolf book uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's like a post-apocalyptic werewolf thing. We'll oh, find that's out. Really killer. Yeah, we'll find more about. We'll find out more about that next week when we talk to Don. But yeah, so good. So we got some good shows coming up. So it'll be cool. Well, before we close, what have you been reading? Right now, um, yeah. man, I've been reading. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta let my dog out. All right. Hang on, Moo. I've been reading uh Michael Moorcock novel I've been reading uh Eldric uh Elric Elric the uh, yeah I've with,
1: been with the, with the the, the no. sword I can't remember the sword's name the stormbringer stormbringer I was going to say doombringer yeah. but it's not that's not yes. it I'm I reading, read that one I was thinking,
0: What is that book team. the what I'm reading is called um Shit, I can't remember. I know which
1: one you're talking about, though. It's got him with the sword to hold over his head, right?
0: Yeah, what? I mean, all of the books kind of have the cover, but I'm trying to remember the name of the book that I'm reading. The art for those is fantastic. Yes, the the art for that is fucking fantastic. What is it? Uh, the Stormbringer. What's the name of the book? Now it's pissing me off. I could go upstairs and go get it, but that would just take way too long. Um... I forget, but I'm reading an Elric book and I'm really digging it. Like, it makes me just want to do, like, fucking, like, Chaotic evil character? No, no, no. (laughs) It just makes me want to do, like, short story kind of anthology style, like, high fantasy stuff. The
1: only thing I never liked about the Elric character, he always
0: feels kind of evil to me. He is. He's totally like he has this terrible relationship with this sword because he's an albino and he doesn't have any power and he's this kind of weak and frail but the stormbringer gives him power because it needs blood so he has to kill. He has to go out and murder things. He has to fight. He he must do it. It's been a while and, since I read it. So yeah. yeah, and like he's always um he's always uh calling to uh what is it? R a r i o c h, Arach? Yeah, he's always the Lord of Chaos and a Duke from Hell. Like so, the, yes, he's he's got a pack with that guy. Did I lose you, Kevin? What? I thought I lost you, but yeah, yeah, it's it's really great stuff, man. I'm really digging it. I just it's been I, a while. I, I read
1: that in like. I, I, it was weird because I was reading Conan stuff at the same time, and Conan seemed to resonate more with me yeah. as a character.
0: Oh no, the Conan stuff is cool, but the Conan stuff isn't as, the it's Conan, not as
1: dark it's yeah not,
0: the Conan stuff is more cut and dry, like Conan is doing what he's doing because he's Conan and he's very um. Conan's very mercenary, but I'd say he's very like he's got his own code.
1: Yeah, he's got his own kind of like honor code. He's not evil, like though. So like he just doesn't like you don't get killed by Conan because you were just sitting there. Like yeah. So he has. You
0: have something he wants.
1: Um, well, well he, I mean, even then he doesn't always kill the people when you yeah. have something he wants. He's not, but he does come off as a bully sometimes when people write him. So it's really weird. Like Conan's a weird character. Yeah, like, but I like it.
0: The book that I'm reading is called The Stealer of Souls.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Sal. That's that's a, great, that's a great name for a book.
0: It's pretty badass so far. I've been pretty stoked about it.
1: Um, so I have yeah. been I have been reading um, that I got from the library because I, w- I was going to buy the trade, but I was like, I, I already have the single issues. I just don't feel like busting them out because I'm lazy and they're in, <laughs> they're bagged and boarded. So I, I have gotten Matt Rosenberg's Kingpin from the library. Ah, nice. I like that book a lot. Because I, I mean, as well, you should. Matt Rosenberg's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's I, great. I, I have nothing bad to say about anything I've ever read that he's done. It's always awesome. I'm always like, oh, I'm into this. I like the way he set this up. I like the conversations. Like, there's not anything about it. The art always is is really good. Um, and then I also got um, Greg Rucka's The Old Guard. And oh, that's cool. I started that, and then um, I haven't finished it. And then I've also been reading Hickman's Black Murder Monday.
0: Okay, Black, I've Black heard that Monday, I've Black heard, Monday, forgot, Black I've Monday
1: heard, murders. That's what i heard. Good things about that. Um, it's really good so far. The thing is, is like it's like monstrous. Like, have you ever read the book Monstrous? No. Okay. Um, that that's probably what I'm gonna get you if they have if they have a five dollar trade place at, the, at this con because every time I go to cons I look for the five dollar trade place. But it's a uh, Marjorie Liu, and if, if you look it up, like I like
0: her work a lot. Dude, It's
1: great. It's I great. Love- it's it's, it's, it's a slow burn at first though. So like, like Robert was talking in the chat one day about it and he said that he didn't, he had a hard time getting past the, and I can see what he's saying, but he's not a fantasy fan and you and I are. Mm-hmm. So it's the world setup that's taking her time in the book. Mm-hmm. So I get why it's slow. So for me, it wasn't bad because it's things you want to know. The, the thing, the only thing, the only gripe I had about it was you could have put that off, later in favor of story at first and I would have still been in and it wouldn't have been so hard to get through because my thing with graphic novels is if I stop and put it down it's not bad but there's a chance I might pick a different one up okay so with a graphic novel I'll bookmark it and I'll come back to it um and I'll come back to it within a few days usually um so I won't have to reread it but if I put it down that just means it's like i've had to deal with a couple of hickman things too um because it's so dense like yes it's yes. so dense that like like it takes you a minute to absorb it all and get it in your head what he's yeah. trying to do what he's going for it's very plot oriented and um and that's fine the thing is for me for those reads you have to be kind of in the mood for those. yeah does that make sense
0: now i hear what you're saying
1: yeah, because, like, if you're doing a character-oriented read and you're into the characters of the book, like, Robert, let me borrow those these uh, Conan books that he had that were awesome, and it was uh, Kurt Busiek and Cary Nord um, in the first three or four trades that he let me – I think they did five together, five trades of Conan. Like, I didn't put them down. Yeah. Like, I just was, like, I was wailing away at those things. They were great. Like it was like I am just I'm pow- like I was powering through them <laughs> like almost they, I'll put it to you this way they only had one and and this and this is credit to Busiek, they only had one story in there that was kind of slower paced and it um it was I felt like it was only that way because it was meant to connect that first arc to the second one because you could tell they didn't know how long they were gonna be on the book okay. So he right. did the whole first arc, and you think that that's the end of that story. It's just kind of like a comma. It becomes instead of a period, it, it's kind of a period, but then they turn it into a comma. Okay. So the next story transitioning into the second trade is is a good transitory p- uh, piece to get you into the next part of the 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 trades that they're gonna put out in the f- future. So it would be like the first issue of the second arc is just meant to transition the story. Okay, worked
0: really well. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> uh, i like busick anyway i think he's a great writer so i'm sure and it's conan so i'm sure i did the it. first music thing i've ever read because yeah. robert's always touting uh, a- astro
1: city at me and i was like i've never read it yeah, yeah is that what you're talking about yeah you read that it's great so it's great
0: well good i'm glad you're enjoying yourself and it's always fun and you know with something like that it's also kind of cool too because I don't want to say it's cherry picking, but it's a character that you're already familiar with. So it's, it's easy to go like, Oh, I'll read Conan. Like I'll read a Conan book. Yeah. It's like how, like, how,
1: like the first few Hellboy stories I ever read, um, before I read the bigger version of those were kind of, they reminded me of like Conan because they were just four or five shorts and Hellboy in Mexico is all shorts. And I yeah. love that stuff too. So, um, if the word bros do a bunch of shorts, Soon, don't be surprised. <laughs> surprised we're both we're both being influenced by things that are shorts. Really. Yeah.
0: So. Well, cool, buddy. Cool. Well, good, good chat. Hey, good yeah. chat, buddy. It's good talking to you, man. See, we don't need guests for sure. I mean, guests, I mean, guests are nice. If we, it's nice, it's nice to talk to other people about making comics. Yeah, but it's nice to talk to you know what, buddy. It's nice. It's to nice to talk to, to, talk to you. you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I stole your line. I'm sorry. Man. It's cool, man. So, yeah, so thank you for listening, and uh, the Word Bros will be back next week.
1: And you can follow us at Word Bros
0: on Twitter. Word underscore bros. Go to thewordbros.com. You can check out some of our work that's there and uh, just wonderful things happening for the Word Bros. The Bros, and, the bros of Wood. And, and also,
1: if you are listening to us on iTunes, please go and leave a review. Yeah. It helps us show up yeah your comics related searches for for podcasts for people to listen to again as we said at the beginning of the show thank you for listening and have a
0: pleasant day a pleasant day if you will (laughs) you're listening to the word bros podcast the word